0: welcome to the real estate survival guide the show that teaches realtors how to create a thriving real estate business welcome to today's episode of the real estate survival guide podcast i'm your host john shookman and i am so thankful to have you with me for today's episode A huge thank you to Jennifer Harshman and Harshman Services for sponsoring today's podcast episode. Jennifer and the team at Harshman Services do an amazing job of helping businesses grow and become more successful and organized by using blog posts, search engine optimization, and email marketing to reach your clients. I'm so thankful for how Jennifer and her team have helped me become more successful in my business. And if you're a realtor out there, I know that you can often get stressed and wanna work smarter, not harder. You need something that you can set and forget about. So check out what Jennifer has built at realtoremails.com. She has an amazing offer and affordable tools to help you become more successful in your business. I'm so thankful for the team at Harshman Services for being a part of helping my business and for sponsoring the podcast. Let's jump into today's episode. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about navigating through the crazy real estate market. And all this week, we actually are gonna have three episodes. We will not have an interview Wednesday, because I have three different things I want to talk to you about, about the shifting real estate market. Today, I want to talk to you about navigating through the crazy of the real estate market and what's going on. On Wednesday, we are going to talk about how this is not 2008 and the sky is not falling. And then on Friday, we are going to talk about how even though it's not 2008 and you know the sky is not falling, changes are coming in the real estate market. And on Friday, then I'll share with you a few different changes that are coming and how you can be prepared for the changes coming in the real estate market and this idea really came from you know helping my clients you know In the podcast, we share all different sorts of ideas. Some ideas are conversations with other realtors. Some are things I see realtors doing, you know, that they shouldn't be doing or that they're doing well or not well or whatever it is. And these three episodes are really just, you know, starting to adjust. You know, today we're talking about navigating the crazy of the real estate market. And, you know, I've had recent interactions where people are just struggling to, you know, get deals approved, you know, in multiple offer situations, those kinds of things. And so that's why I really wanted to talk to you guys about that this week. And so if you have no idea what I am talking about with the crazy real estate market, maybe you have lived under a rock because even people out there that are not realtors have seen the craziness that has been going on. And again, things are starting to shift and we'll talk about that this week. But it literally is a madhouse out there. So a person recently asked me, like... How in the world do you navigate this? How do you, you know, encourage your clients not to get frustrated? How do you encourage your clients to be willing to put in aggressive offers? Because this person had seen that I've had clients go under contract. A lot of clients actually, and you know, we talked about that in that, you know, March, April, those couple months there had a bunch of deals go under contract so much so that I had, I think, eight or nine deals that went under contract there in May and June. And again, it is a madhouse out there. It's started to shift, but this person really just wanted some help figuring this out. And so that's why we're talking about it today with those eight deals that I had, you know, two of them were listings, six were buyers and we just had an open and honest conversation about what I do. And so I wanted to bring that to you guys today, navigating the crazy of the market. How the heck do I do it? And there's two main pieces to this, you know, There's the client side, the, you know, where I try to coach them and instruct them. Then the other side is the building relationship side and what I try to do with agents. And so we will start there and go in reverse. The first piece I really want you guys to take away is building relationships with other agents. Like I said, I had a bunch of deals under contract at one time. yeah, so it it ended now that I'm thinking about it. It was eight deals at one time, and then a ninth got added in there. It was a cash buyer, and it all happened within twenty days. Actually, my luxury listing that I had was under contract in March and settled mid June, June sixteenth. And I actually had a buyer go under contract end of May, I think, like May thirtieth, and they settled. Prior to the luxury listing. So it can go really fast sometimes when it's a cash buyer. But let me talk to you about the cash buyer and building relationships with other agents. So with that deal, my buyer was a cash buyer. So in terms of terms, they you know they had the best terms, you know, cash is king, but they were not willing to escalate, they were just gonna bring in an offer at list price, and so you know, I had an honest conversation with them about the market, but when they weren't budging, I had a conversation with the agent and I was like, hey, look, you know, I'd worked with this agent before, which again, when you've worked with an agent before and built a relationship with them, it certainly helps. And so I just said, hey, if you guys have multiple offers, please give us a counter offer. I know in this craziness that's happening, we're not getting a lot of counter offers. But if I presented something to my client with a counter, I think he might budge a little bit. And so I had that conversation with the agent and was just super open and honest. And so I think our offer ended up being on this house. I think it was listed at 165 and we were at about 169, 170. And so they basically pushed and said, hey, we have offers in the 180 range, but they're asking for inspection, settlement 60 days, et cetera. If you can get that cash offer to 172, we can get it done. Now my buyer was you know, pretty set in his ways. So I was like, he's not gonna do it. But when I presented it to him, He was willing to do that, and we went under contract. And so again, it's just about good communication. I had another person recently, and another agent that I worked with, again, built that relationship with him. And what happened was they actually took another offer. I was helping an extended family member buy a house, and they just settled a couple weeks ago. But anyway, when they made that offer in May or whatever it was, April, May, I was working with this agent that I had done a deal with before and he said I'm sorry unfortunately they took another offer but then he called me 2 days later and said hey the buyers got cold feet your offer was in third place but my clients you know would rather work with someone that they trust the offer and trust that I've built a relationship with them and so we'd rather do that than go with some no name agent out there so we really want to get this deal to the settlement table and so I was able to go to my clients, we adjusted a few things. Basically, it ended up being a couple thousand dollars, which in the grand scheme of it being a you know, $280,000, $300,000 house was absolutely nothing. And so I got the deal done, but I think those are just two small examples of navigating the crazy by communicating well with other agents. Every time I show a property, I ask the agent, hey, you know, what's gonna get this done? What's most interesting to your seller? Now again, I sort of joke with them like, hey, extra cash, But sometimes it's not money. And then I say, you know, besides besides money, what's going to get this done? And sometimes they say, hey, give us a rent back. Hey, cover our transfer tax. Hey, different things. You can do inspections, but for informational purposes only. I had another client. They wanted inspections, and I respected it. And the agent said, absolutely not. We're not going to have inspections. But I was able to communicate with her and you know, help her understand, look, they're not going to ask for repairs. They're a first-time home buyer. They want inspections. So we ended up writing the offer like that and got the deal done. And so that's just three quick examples of communication with the agent, rather than just sending an offer and they go, no, we're not doing this. Like, communicate with them. They're people, right? We're all humans, we're all people. Communicate well with other agents and just show the human side, right? Hey, I I know you don't want inspections, my client's really not trying to nickel and dime you. Can we get this done? And we got it done. And those are just three examples, right? A little bit of adjustments, on the purchase price with the cash one, a little bit of adjustments on some inspection things and, you know, a rent back on the second one. And then this one adjustments a little bit on the inspection. But again, I had great conversations with all three of those agents, built relationships with them, built rapport with them. The two I had done deals with prior and the other I hadn't, but you know, I built a relationship in my conversation. So that's the first piece of navigating the crazy that's the current market, building relationships with other agents. You know, we often think that in the real estate business, that all these other agents out there are our competition, but I don't see it that way. In fact, if I can create a good relationship with an agent and vice versa, it helps me and my clients and it helps us all get what we want. I firmly believe real estate does not have to be somebody wins and somebody lose, like you're watching the Yankees play the Red Sox, right? Somebody wins, somebody loses. Real estate can be a win, 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 win. The buyer is happy with the price. The buying agent is happy that their client got a home. The listing agent is happy that they sold the home and usually well above list price. And the seller is happy, you know, maybe they gave a little, but they got, you know, a great deal for their home. And so that's that part. The other part of this and navigating the crazy is guiding your clients, right? Waving inspections, waving appraisals, covering appraisal gaps, etc. What in the world do we do with that, John? Well, you know, here's what I'll tell you. It is really similar to interacting with agents. It is about open and honest communication, communicating well with your clients, communicating with them about what the best thing in their situation is, right? I never tell my clients to waive inspections. I never tell them to waive appraisals or cover gaps. I just talk about what makes sense and I talk about the relationship I've built with the agent. And usually, they'll kind of give me some information about what offers they have, what those offers look like. And sometimes if you get them talking on the agent side, you'll get more information to help your clients. And so I just think communicating and over-communicating with my clients is what I do. And when I do this, I've found it to be extremely helpful to guiding my buyers and sellers. I openly communicate with them about what it's going to take to get the deal done. And I just share the facts, right? You know, when we meet for the very first time, I tell them about the crazy market and I set proper expectations, now, things are starting to shift, and we'll talk about that later this week. But, you know, this spring, summer, right, I've told, you know, my clients, hey, you know, the market's crazy. You might have to see 5, 10, 15, 20 offers over a period of two, three, four, sometimes 6 or 9 months to get a home. But when I communicate well and set those proper expectations for my clients, It helps me navigate the crazy a little better, right? The market is crazy. But if my clients already expect that and expect that they're going to have to put in multiple aggressive offers above list price, the crazy doesn't feel that crazy. It just sort of becomes the norm. And again, it's shifting. And we'll talk about that this week. But it's just about open and honest communication. From the very start, when you first meet clients, set those expectations about what the market is like, and then communicate well with other agents, with your clients, et cetera. I remember, you know, one of my favorite clients that I've worked with, I'm not supposed to have favorites, but here we are. One of my favorite clients that settled at the end of May, I worked with them for a year, right? So I didn't have a conversation last May and then never talked to them again about the market shifting. No, it it got crazier and crazier. And so I was honest and open with them about that. And in the crazy, right, as things are starting to shift, right, we're not seeing 50 showings and 20 offers on every house. It's starting to shift. But I feel like these lessons in communicating well with the listing agent and then your buyer or, you know, or whatever agent it is on the opposite side of the transaction, if you can be open and honest with the agents and then your clients, you will have more and more success. I set my clients up for the worst and then they kind of expect that and then if it's not as bad we are in a much better situation. So let's, you know, quickly dive into the inspections, appraisals, covering appraisal gaps. You know, in in the one deal I had with that agent Matt from my company, I went to my buyer and originally they weren't going to cover an appraisal gap and I understand that, right? That's a risk. But I went back to them and said, Hey, he has this other offer. You know, this one offer got cold feet. He had another offer that was better than yours. Are you willing to cover an appraisal gap? I think it was five thousand dollars on a three hundred thousand dollar house, and they were like, "Sure, we're willing to do that. Take that risk." And I just again made it very clear what they were signing up for when they did that. Okay, well, if it doesn't appraise, that's five thousand cash out of your bank, and they understood that and were willing to take that risk to get the home now it ended up appraising for over our offer. So they didn't have to cover an appraisal gap and then they had instant equity. But it's all just about being open and honest. If you wanna navigate the crazy, if you wanna make the crazy not feel crazy, like you wanna pull your hair out, then set those expectations from the beginning with your clients, with other agents, and just be honest. And I, I believe, you know, like I said, I had nine deals under contract all at one time. It was crazy, and it was a little overwhelming. And right two years ago, I've shared this, two years ago, I did 10 deals the whole year. So I literally did 90% of what I did two years ago, all in the span of you know basically a month and a half doing it all at the same time. And so the point is really, it's crazy out there, and like I said, it's shifting, and we'll talk about that this week, but it's still crazy out there, still a crazy seller's market, but if you have good communication if you you know work well with other agents and communicate well with your clients it will not feel as crazy and you know if i can help you guys in any way to make things smoother for you or faster to help your clients let me know i hope that helps and gives you a little insight on how to navigate the crazy right now just good communication with the agents good communication With your clients, letting them make the decisions, right? Giving them your advice about inspections, appraisals, those kinds of things, but letting them make the decision and, right? Sharing the information from the other agents about the other offers they have. You know, maybe they weren't going to waive inspections, but feel really good about the bones of the house and feel like, you know, roof is updated, hot water heater is updated, et cetera, that they feel okay to waive them. And if you just say, hey, by the way, I'm not going to push you one way or another. They do have four, five, six offers. They do have a couple waiving inspections. Again, be honest, tell the truth, but give that information to your clients and let them make the final decision. You are there to guide and you know give counsel, but you also let them make the final decision. So hope this helps you guys. We're all navigating the crazy of the market. And like you, I'm along for the ride real estate's a wave, right? We're seeing the wave start to go a different direction that we'll talk about this week, but we're all on the journey together. We're all on this ride. And, uh, you know, if, if I can help you with anything, let me know. I hope this episode helps you in your real estate business. I'll see you guys on our next episode.